0: If the Bible's got you tied in knots, if you're burdened with religious thoughts, come grab a drink and join the choir,
1: it's Heretic Happy Hour. Hello friends, welcome to your favorite podcast on the entire internet, the Heretic Happy Hour. Yes, you made it, you're here and so are we. And we are so glad you joined us. My name is Keith Giles. I'm one of three co-hosts of the Heretic Happy Hour podcast. And um, we want to welcome you. And I want to also introduce, uh, well, actually have them introduce themselves, uh, Jamal and Matt. Say hi, guys.
2: Hi, friends. My name is Jamal Jivangi. It is a pleasure to be back on the Heretic Happy Hour podcast with you guys. I'm the author of the most recently, my most recent book is Living for a Living, which is available in paperback, Kindle, and Audible as well. So it is good to be back on here. And by the way, I just want to mention I really love their theme song, you know? Any, any clue? Any any who did that again? Who put that together? I never I can't remember. Okay. Oh, who was that it? guy? Just really good. It's really
3: good. It was like a it was like a romantic Bob Dylan. <laughs> <I don't
2: know. laughs> yes.
3: Yes, of course that was Barrett. And that makes me Matthew DiStefano, author of uh how many books? I have five books now. Not so more than Jamal, not as many as Keith. Um, the latest being the Bonfire Sessions, which, of course, is still ninety nine cents. So go pick that up. Um, worth every penny. Yes, worth every penny. It's not, it's not many pennies, but it's worth every one. I'm gonna put yeah, I'm gonna put that in quotes, Keith, and that's gonna be the endorsement.
1: There you go. That's there you go.
3: Yeah, and uh, yeah. Before we get into it today, of course, we have a word from our sponsor, which is again Wild Foods. You can find their supplements and all of their gear that they have at Wildfoods.co. They've got adaptogenic mushrooms. I've been bragging or not bragging. I've been raving about the uh, the the hemp protein powder, which is delicious, and I love putting in shakes. They have no artificial flavorings ever. They've got a bunch of mushrooms, not those kind of mushrooms, but good mushrooms. So pick up their products at wildfoods.co use promo code happyhour12 to get 12% off your order. The children are excited. Yes, He's love
0: it. Yes, what He's a
2: great sponsor it. by the way. We have a gr- we have a fantastic sponsor for the show. Um, awesome. Awesome. Well, um I if it's okay, I would like to make an announcement if that's okay. Can do. Uh, that. Yeah. Sure. Well, perfect for time. Yeah. So the, the folks who have not listened to this, if this is your first time listening to the Heritage to podcast, you may not know this, but um, for you, this will be a breaking news announcement. We actually have a hotline and that does set us apart from most, po- most I would say until it's proven otherwise, that sets us apart from all podcasts on the internet <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and our number, we have a phone number you can dial. Um, it is area code two, four, zero. Three four three seven three seven nine. Let me get, give that again. Two four zero three four three seven three seven nine. You can call it twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, if the operators have went home, you can leave a, uh, an, a message on the answering machine, and we will get to that. And you can also text it as well. Te- you can send a text to this uh, to the hotline as well. So, um, but I believe we have. I do believe we have a voicemail that came into the hotline. Can we cue that up?
4: You guys, are dangerous. You take the be- uh, the tag heretic and you use it as a badge of honor when what it really is doing is misleading people manipulating people twisting scripture actually you don't even really believe the scriptures you hate the God of the, the Bible the one who has created you and if you do not repent you will spend an eternity in the hell in which you deny and reject
0: hmm. Hmm.
1: Wow! Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> Appreciate you calling in. Uh,
3: <laughs> I, I have nothing to say.
1: Well, I mean, what kind of a threat is it to, to threaten you with something that he just admitted we don't believe exists? It's like uh, it's not. It doesn't really it doesn't work, right?
0: <sighs> um,
2: is, can I ask a question? Okay, is, was that a was that real? Was that, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Was that some? Did somebody actually? Was that a real voicemail or is that a joke? Uh,
1: it sounded real. I, uh,
3: I, I, I think I recognize the voice and I think it's 100% real.
1: I think it's oh. my friend. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm so go um, go check out my response. Uh, it's called <laughs> Not In My Lane. You can find it <laughs> on SoundCloud.
1: Right. It's awesome. It's really good.
3: <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll link to that in the show notes. <laughs> wow. But I,
1: you know, Way to go to actually call our hotline to let us know. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. We know this is all news to us. We were we we're so shocked. Uh, we had no idea. Thank you for we, us.
3: we have super fans. I love it. A yeah. stand is that what's called a stand?
2: I guess so. Yeah, I think that's what that's
3: called. I, I think I have a stand.
2: Yeah. Some some uh some of the. I think this might be the first voicemail to the hotline that I think we have no response to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think okay. we. This I have. I literally have no response.
3: Yeah. So let's do we have do we have a
2: text? We do have a text. We have a text. Awesome. Quote, first, I want to thank all of you for consistently bringing us great conversations. I look forward to each new episode. My question is for Jamal. In the episode on the self, you stated that we are the Christ or that we are Christ. That is more than the notion that Christ is in us. We are actually the same as Christ. If this is true and Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me, can we then say this about us as well? Are we in in fact the way, the truth, and the life? Are we our own path to the Father? Thanks, John Turney. This
1: has never come up before. I'm so glad that after all these episodes, someone has finally asked us this question because it's been something I've really been wondering myself. I'm just curious, Jamal, what do you think?
2: Well, first of all, John, John Turney uh, was the listener who posed that question. Thank you, John, for your, first of all, fantastic question to the, to the hotline. And um, I, I do have a perspective on this and it may seem a little bit like a stretch, but, but hear me out. Okay, bear with me real quick here, because I, I don't I don't mean to be um, like I really one of my favorite passages in the Bible is John chapter 14, verse 6. I think it's a very insightful passage. So when when Jesus said, I am, when he when he made this claim, this statement that came out of his mouth, when he says, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to source, or no one becomes awake, aware. Uh, of the source, which is what we would call God, which everyone would agree is source. No one comes to love, which we would agree is God. God is love apart from knowing this, this, I am this, this, this way. Okay. So what is the way? So that's a great question. In other places, Jesus would say, I am the resurrection and the life or before, before Abraham was born. I am. And so what I, a short answer to this question is a great question. This is just my understanding is that Jesus was not speaking from story or ego ever when he would say these, made these divine claims. Okay. Because he would use, so the term, especially in the Jewish context, I mean, using, the, this was what was revealed to Moses as what, what is God, God is being. You know, I am essence itself. And so whenever we use the term I am, we're we're using divine terminology. So when Jesus is is saying I am something, he's not that's very different than our temporary human um character. Okay. I always like to say, you know, I've heard it put this way, I like it. Like, you know, we're in a movie called Life. We are playing a character, but there's an actor behind the character. Okay. So just like you watch a movie, one of my favorite actors is Denzel Washington. So I really love him as an actor, but you know, I may watch John Q, right? It was one of his movies, and in, he plays a character, John Q. And that's not John Q, ultimately. That's who he's playing, but there's a character behind it, Denzel Washington. So, who is the character behind Jamal? Who is the character behind John Turney? Who's the character behind Matthew DiStefano? There's a character. There's a there's there, well, that's the character, but there's an actor, or I should say, who's the actor behind Jamal? Who's the actor behind Matt? Who's the actor? The the actor itself is I am. The character is who we are. So when Jesus refers to, I don't, I, I don't believe Jesus was saying that he was the way, the truth, and the life. I think he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. And I don't, I don't think Jesus says he is the resurrection and the life. I think he says, I am the resurrection and the life. And let's not confuse the two. Okay. Because one is a story and one is transcendent. So when Jesus said before Abraham was born, I am, he didn't say before Abraham was born, Jesus is because Jesus was not. Jesus had a beginning and he had an end, but I am has no beginning and has no end. So Jesus didn't say these things. I am said these things. So what is the way in the truth and the life? Well, I am. And you can say that too. I am the way and the truth and the life. And no one comes to the source, but through I am, which is consciousness and being. You can, the only way to really know I am is through stillness. So be still and know that I am. And by the way, I am the way and the truth and the life. And by the way, I am the light of the world. And by the way, I am the rock, a piece of the rock in which the entire church is built on. I am. And you can say that too
3: that's some that's some deep heresy where's the yes. heresy button on that one yes.
1: Thank you. We needed that.
3: I love <laughs> it though I love it yeah. I like it I like it
1: yeah well and and just to give a counterpoint and I'll, I'll be brief um yeah, sure. I mean, there's another perspective well you know you're right I'll, I'll do my best though <laughs> um but another I mean I obviously Jamal and I have always wrestled with this that's why I was being very facetious there in my response um yeah Jamal and I. Almost from the beginning have, have wrestled with this question of um, you know I, I, I see it more as that Christ is in everyone and we are all in Christ. I, I kind of think Jesus was making a unique claim, and I know Jamal doesn't believe that because um, if you keep on reading if you read that entire passage of John 14 where that conversation happens, you know after he says, "I'm the way, the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me, um, he says if you know, if you knew me, you would know the Father. And from now on, I'm going to the Father. And then Philip asked him, show us the Father. And then Jesus' answer wasn't, well, look at yourself and you'll see the Father. He says, no, don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been with you all this time? Um, And, you know, again, Jesus equates himself, then if you know me, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Um, And again, reinforcing the idea that it's through Christ that we come to the Father. But I also, though, don't typically understand those scriptures the way most people do or even the way I used to. Um, I don't think that when Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father, but by me, that he's talking about how we get to heaven. I don't think that's the context of the conversation at all. I think the context is, is all about how do we see the Father? How do we come to the Father? How do we know who God really is? And I think what Jesus is saying is, well, if you look at me, you'll see who the Father is. In other words, if you want a clear picture of who God truly is, Jesus is the the best picture we could possibly have of who the father actually is. So that's just the way I tend to read that particular passage.
2: I actually agree with you completely. No, I think I agree <laughs> with both of
3: you.
0: What the hell?
2: Yeah. I, I I totally Keith, I would not disagree with what, anything that what you just said, I, I think, but I would, I would add a caveat onto it as well, because I think our mutual friend uh what's his name? Jim Palmer. Jim Palmer out of Nashville. Yes, he, yes, to, love, to, love Jim, Jim has a perspective I really appreciate in this. Um, and I'm paraphrasing him here, obviously. Um, but something that Jim says is that, you know, people were so completely disconnected from their sense of self of who they were, that Jesus had to say, Okay, if you don't, if you can't see yourself as the image, by the way, image looking into a mirror image and likeness if you can't we, we are, are we've been so misconstrued about who we truly are that we can't we can never look at ourselves and say oh oh there's the image of God right there in myself that Jesus is saying look if you don't believe okay believe me look at me because I'm the model of humanity I'm going to show you what it's like to be truly human and it's in the, and it's the purpose of humanity to be the reflection of what God is like it's not just Jesus. Jesus is the picture of he's the, he's the real Adam, so to speak, if we want to use that terminology, that is meant to carry out the purpose of humanity. So, so we can't we're so distrustful of our own self and our own nature that we need to look outside of ourselves. So Jesus, said, okay, look at believe me, what I say. Look at me, show, you can see me. But then if you look at me long enough, you, you're going to hear me and you're going to see me point right back to yourself. And that's where I would add the caveat onto that. That's
3: a man. Yeah, I I think to me it sounds it sounds like um, in in Buddhism how we assume if we don't if we're ignorant about Buddhism how there's like one Buddha and there was like someone that we can say was like the Buddha or like the first Buddha or someone who recognized his Buddhahood but we're all little Buddhas so it's kind of and I I, I don't know I I think I agree with both of you well all right I, I don't know I, I think I think Jesus was like the perfect conduit but not necessarily the only conduit.
1: Right. And I think we, yeah, I think we agree on, on that with the nuances. Yeah. I totally agree with that.
3: Yeah. But good stuff. Good stuff, folks. You know,
1: you know what, you know what I think it's about time for though.
3: It is. I think it's time time
1: for our, our special guest.
3: It's the heretic of the week.
4: Hi, I'm Barrett Johnson. And? And? (laughs) And (laughs) what? I didn't even know what I was supposed to say. And I'm a heretic. Uh, this guy. What is this? Amateur hour! Oh, I gotta say I'm a heretic. Okay, let me try again. Ready? Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Barrett Johnson, and I'm a heretic. Uh,
0: I I heard. Heard.
4: Yes, sound as (laughs) excited as I am to be here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, everybody, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. We've been through every possible heretic. We've been through every possible heretic we could go through, and we decided to get the guy with the banjo in the corner. Barrett, come on over, pull up a chair.
4: (laughs) 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 That's good. Um, Uh, You know... I'll be honest, guys. I could. I've heard you guys do that a hundred times, and it doesn't get old to me. I love it every time. It's so good. It's so stupid. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Well, well, I got. I got to go. I'll see you guys around.
1: It's been great.
4: (laughs) It's been great.
2: Baron, it's it's amazing that you're on the show because I was just asking about who does our intro intro song at the beginning of the show, and it's amazing that here you are. Oh, yep, wow, incredible.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you know, most people most people don't know that Ralph actually wrote the lyrics. He doesn't mm-hmm. get credit for that. So, oh, I'm trying to set the record straight, you know, don't send me your emails. Just send them on <laughs> over to Ralph. <laughs> right. you know?
1: So, so, but you do all. You're doing everything else, right? You you do the harmonies, you do the singing, the the banjo, the whole thing.
4: No, I just I, I wrote the melody and the chord progression, and uh, my friend John Hansen did all of the. Um, he's he's my producer, and he did all the harmonies on it. So. Oh no way! Wow,
3: yeah,
1: I learned something new.
3: It certainly it was certainly wasn't us three. No, that's obvious.
1: <laughs> but it but it is, dude. Seriously, the, the theme song from day one. That theme song has been one of my favorite things about doing the podcast. I love it every single time. We kicked it off with that song. I'm like, ah, damn, that's a good song. It's
4: such a great theme song. Thank you. Yeah, I I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you.
3: But but that's not but that's not the only music you play, right? You do like real music, not just this kind of stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah, I do some writing. I'm just started. I just released uh, the first song under uh, a new name. I'm now writing under the name Motel Paradise, and I just released a video and a song called uh, Desert Island Living Room. That I just released.
2: So, which by yeah. the way is a fantastic song and a fantastic video. Yeah. Same. It so, is a
1: great song. Yeah.
2: Can I ask you, like, okay, so <laughs> it appears <laughs> that you recorded this video during the midst of a pandemic when everybody was off the street. Cause that's I, a- yeah. So, how did, yeah, how, what, what inspired you? I mean, how did you come up with an idea of filming a video like that in the middle of a pandemic where everybody's afraid to go outside and here you are? in literally in the middle of an intersection in one scene uh, at the beach, I think in another and yeah, uh, like what, yeah, what, what, what was behind that and what inspired you to do that?
4: Yeah. I, uh, I just, I was driving through LA and it was, there was, it was a ghost town. There was nobody there and I just kept thinking about it for the next few days. And I was like, it's, it may never look this way ever again. And I kept having this picture of me sitting with a little living room set. Uh, it just on a rug or something all over the city. And um, it, I told a friend about it. I'm like, man, I, you know, I just keep having this picture in my head. And uh, I had that that song uh, already, you know, written. And I just thought, oh, it would totally work for this song. And so um, the friend suggested, he's like, why don't you just go film a video? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, that seems impossible. The city's closed right now, you know? And so I called the one person who could possibly do it. And it's a friend, um, in the LAPD. And he said, uh, he dabbles in film and he said, yeah, we should, uh, we should, we should do it. And, you know, my wife just said, we got to keep, you know, a few feet of distance. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, let's do this. I didn't even have the song recorded. And then, yeah, I went into the studio and a friend of mine, uh, you know, was producing from uh, a FaceTime call in another friend's studio who opened the side door for me. And we were in separate rooms the entire time we were recording. And uh, it just, everything kept coming together and all my friends kept saying yes and kept uh, helping me with this, with this uh, music video.
1: Yeah, it's really great, man. So you had already written the song because I know I heard you perform it a few months ago, long before, you know, this happened. Um, but you hadn't recorded it. So you had to both record it and film the video like within what, a week?
4: A week. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a lot. I didn't think it was going to, we were going to be able to do it, but yeah, we just, we kept moving along and, um, and then we'd run into real problems, you know, like with the filming, we, you know, uh, my friend, you know, at one point we had a drone that we were using and a police chopper came down and swooped by us. And I was like, well, this is it for us. You know, <laughs> video is over. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we, you know, nothing happened out of that. And, you know, it was a couple, couple situations, uh, you know, could have gone another way, but you know, here we are, video got made. So, so do, do we, um, do we have, I'm, I'm not
1: sure producer, do we have a clip we can play of the song or just kind of share a little bit of that with the, with our audience.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I, sure. If you guys haven't.
0: I've lived quite some time with no sunlight. and never leave my house. Who needs mother nature when he can just watch it from the couch? And anytime I'm lonely and I miss. I turn the TV up and sleep with the white noise. Cause I am a castaway, I'm stranded, lost in the deep blue. In my desert island, living room.
1: Um, What what made you, what is this song about? Like, you wrote, obviously, you wrote this song long before the pandemic. So, what are the lyrics about? Like, why did you write this song?
4: Yeah, I, uh, it's a long story, but I guess I can just give part of it is that I, it was during a healing process during, um, an illness that I was going through. And I was, I, I, part of the illness was autoimmune related and I couldn't, um, not only I, could I only eat a handful of foods for over a year and a half, but I couldn't be around dogs or cats. And so I, I kind of was isolated from everybody I know because everybody has animals. And so, um, Yeah, I just, I wrote it. It was kind of a quick song that I wrote in a day that, um, you know, I was uh, visiting a a friend, which was a rare thing for me during that year and a half. And I was just totally isolated and he had to go to work. And I just, I just wrote out, you know, I I wrote the entire song, like in just a few hours, just in one sitting. So,
2: yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. I love, I love the fact that it's almost like you, you were dealing with what the country or what our, our culture is dealing with. But you've been, uh, and I've actually talked to, uh, have a friend that I was talking to who's, he said, you know, he made this comment to me. He said, I feel like I've been in shutdown mode for the last, you know, several years. I've been in quarantine mode for the last several years. (laughs) And he said, and and it was just, you know, obviously about his own journey and um, awakening, deconstructing and awakening to things. And and, uh, it's almost like you personally experienced an illness that caused you to be, you know, quarantined to your home so to speak and but recognize yeah. ultimately that your healing is within and that's that's a huge message that's what i heard in your song was that what we really need is not something that can be prescribed from an external that's, source
4: yeah and i i don't i don't want to comment too much on because you know everybody receives right. you know things differently and so i wouldn't want to you know but i i love that you see that yeah. Lo- uh, you
2: know. And I by the way, that. I knew you were going to say that because that's what true artists always say. <laughs> <laughs> right. They leave, they leave so the interpretation up to the to the yeah. uh, beholding the art, right?
4: That's that's what lazy artists say when somebody has a better interpretation than
2: their <laughs> <Right>. own. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just quoting you, man. You said it in your song. <laughs> the lyrics. Man, I loved it. I think it, I thought it was a great, I thought I thought it was really timely. I thought the the video, the actual video of you being out on the street while everyone's locked away sends a great message. I really believe that. And uh, the yeah. lyrics of the song I think is very timely. I just thought it was a very prophetic, if I can use that word and it just a great song that speaks to where we are as a culture right now. So did you say a, it was pathetic. Yeah. Something. No, prophetic. What? Pro, <laughs> <laughs> prophetic.
4: <laughs> oh, not your ears. Old man Giles. Okay. Sorry. Old man Giles, just roasting left and right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can, I can take it. You know, oh, I, man. you know, I've given it to you on your own, on some of your stuff. That's fine. We love it. Yeah. This is producer took it a different way, but that's fine. Uh, but Jamal, I appreciate that a lot. It it means, uh, a lot to me when somebody relates to, uh, to the lyrics and and storytelling of the songs, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's, that's, uh, the best compliment is that you connected with the story itself. Mm -hmm. So Mm
2: -hmm.
4: I appreciate it, man.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Good stuff. So now uh, what's going on with this song? Uh, and I know, so I I, th- I know we've seen the video. It's on YouTube and uh, we've shared it and stuff on Facebook and things like that. And if people haven't seen it. Be sure and check it out. We'll we'll make sure it's posted. Uh, well, it already is, I'm sure, but we'll post it again in the Heresy After Hours group and the Heretic Happy Hour group as well, and Facebook. Um, and then the song. But like, are, you, are can you download the song? Can people purchase the song? Is it just like on Spotify or?
4: Yeah, it's on all platforms and you know, I've got also, you know, hopefully this summer I can release um, a full length record that has been recorded for a couple years that I've just been waiting to uh, be in good health to mm-hmm. release it and the, I should be able Yeah, That'll be like be on your able,
1: Patreon? On your Patreon page?
4: I, I don't have a Patreon. but What? Know, it's, it's, I haven't even thought about it really.
1: Because well, <laughs> um, you know what I've been thinking? I'm just going to start one for you and um, just kind of get Ste- it going.
4: Right, and steal my money and that's no, fine.
1: No, no 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 i'll i'll make it go straight to your paypal account Yeah, because i just yeah. need to prove to you that this really is a good idea and you should be doing this
0: yeah all right
4: you know i, I uh that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just anyway. gonna keep mumbling from- <laughs> yeah oh no oh,
1: barrett barrett yes okay listen we you and i were talking in fact um you and i were talking a while back and uh you have another song, which I think lyrically is a this is an amazing song, and it's the um, what is it the uh, dedicated underachiever?
4: Oh no no no! Steadfast underachiever. Steadfast
1: <laughs> underachiever, and I yeah, love that's... love the lyrics of that song. And you actually played a little bit of it for this lyric, lyric jam. I uh, think yeah. you doing Facebook.
4: Yeah, and, I, uh, we... <laughs> I haven't recorded that one yet.
1: But um, but uh, after even even after we had talked for over an hour on that, you, we actually got on the phone and started talking and riffing about this great idea that I think you have to start a dedicated underachiever sort of a side business where you will be a demotivational speaker. And uh, yeah. like one of the ideas, like you're going to text people sign up and you will text them daily, demotivational uh, statements, you know, things like we yeah. never killed anybody, but why take a chance and things like that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
4: yeah. I've, I've actually, I've strangely enough, I've actually put a little effort into this and uh, I've, I, I'm calling it anti-motivational coaching.
0: Good. and
4: I've, I've got quite a few of these that I've been just banking and you know <laughs> see if I can scrounge up some clients who uh, you know are overachievers, chronic overachievers that I can, you know keep in bed a little longer. that's yeah, I'm trying. It's it's my way of helping out. What know. I
1: find really, especially inspiring though, Barrett, as we were talking about this, is that um, you actually have some people that have testimonials. Like one guy was a uh, he was an investment <laughs> banker and he was on his way to like making like <laughs> six or seven figures, but he um, and, uh, he had took your course and then now he lives in his mom's basement. He never puts on yeah. pants. He nope. plays Halo all day and he's happier yeah. than he's ever been. And I think that's awesome. Yep. You're changing people's lives, Barrett.
4: I'm trying. And, you know, he, yeah, he's eating Captain Crunch and uh, (laughs) drinking, uh, drinking Code Ren Mountain Dew, uh, 64 ounces of it, you know, every couple hours. So, you know, it's. I
3: I don't do it that often, Barrett. You've got to, you you can't call me in the car. (laughs) It
4: was
1: an anonymous. It was supposed to be anonymous. It
3: was supposed to be. I thought we weren't going to talk about this. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's. (laughs)
1: one of these days man you gotta pull i'm gonna help you i think that's a great idea that's just one of the best ideas i've heard in a long time
4: yeah i'll start i'll start uh posting some of those soon yeah
2: okay good Mm. but barrett in in all uh in all seriousness you do have an upcoming album coming coming up don't you and um later this year right
4: uh hopefully this summer Summer? i'd like to release it this summer yeah
2: yeah can you talk a little bit about that like what are some of the themes in the in, in the album
4: yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess the, the best way I can, um, I, I can say, especially, um, there, there's quite a few songs that I, are songs that I sang to myself when I was going through my healing process.
0: Mm.
4: And uh, yeah, during, during some of the darkest times, I would sing these songs to myself every single day, mm. you know, as I was writing them. And one of them is, um, is Matt's um, theme song to his, um, to his podcast,
0: mm.
4: Bonfire. And it uh, is definitely thank, thank you for a, lot, the show. a lot of heresy in that one. Um, but yeah, that song, uh, maybe we can play a clip of that too.
0: In my day, you die. Day of dying Gonna sing Sing, sing Sing
4: It's one of the ones I sing to myself literally every single day. Mm. And so my my hope is that some of these songs uh, could be songs that people um, could could hear and feel that some of the same things I I was feeling when I was singing them to myself every day to, you know, for hope, I guess. Mm
2: -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. And do you see, and I know this is not trying to get you to say anything, but do you see your music um, and like this upcoming album do you see the synchronicity and the timing of when it's all coming out? Do you, can you see that?
4: Yeah, I can only hope that other people relate to it in a certain way. That's something that obviously you can't control. You just right. you you write and you hope that people relate. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that it's interesting uh, the timing of some of this. Sure, but I also like you know people receive different songs at different times for different reasons. For and sure. if they're going if they're going through darkness, sometimes. Um, I, I cling to songs when I'm going through difficult things. Mm-hmm. And so th- that's the reason why I make music mm-hmm. is to, even if they're funny songs, you know, it's, it's hopefully some, it speaks to somebody, you know, in, in those times. That's, that's my favorite. Totally. So,
2: yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, we're looking forward to that album coming out this summer. So where can people I appreciate it? Yeah. Where can people, connect with you or you know just yeah i don't know if you have a mailing list or website
1: or or a patreon page something like that
2: i heard you have a
3: Patreon page
1: this would be a perfect time to to promote your patreon page here you are on on a huge podcast like i don't know
4: nope doesn't exist but (laughs) you can reach me on uh on instagram uh, underscore motel paradise underscore or on facebook and i'm sure that i will post when the uh record comes out and uh, I'm not going to have a Patreon page. And <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so I'll see you guys around. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. I, I really appreciate you having me. I really uh, had a good time. Yeah. Well, thanks for
3: coming to play.
2: Well, I mean, people yeah, should you know you have such. You, and we're all tongue in cheek. I mean, we joke around a lot, but you you have uh, such a huge part. You have like this show really is like you, the ethos of your journey and. I mean, obviously I think it's so fitting that you would be the one singing the theme song. Um, you know, it's your voice behind the, the heresy button uh, people probably don't know that, but that's, you. you really <laughs> yeah. um, but, but in all seriousness, like this, this show really does carry your spirit. I feel like, and, um, you're, even though you've not been on the podcast, uh, I don't think before, I think this is probably your first time on, on the Heritage Cabaret podcast. It feels like you've been here the whole time. So this is really
4: Appreciate it. an extension of you, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Barrett. Bye, Barrett.
1: Wow, that was great. <clears throat> Love Barrett Johnson. So great. You know, usually he's just he's sitting over there in the corner on a stool, you know, sort of like clipping <laughs> his toenails during during Gave the show while we're uh, you know doing our thing with his banjo. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's good. Good. Good guy. Good guy. Well. Wow. Should we move on to our topic?
3: Yes. Yeah, do we? Gosh, do we have a topic today? What are we talking about?
2: Well. Actually, here's what's interesting about this show, is that our topic today is that I have an announcement.
1: But we, we already Another, did that. I think we did that already. Didn't we?
2: No, actually, actually, I have a real announcement. <laughs> okay, cat's out of the bag. Those other times weren't not there were not real announcements. This was just kind of a a running joke that came out of a mistake I <laughs> made. Oh, oh was it? Is? Was it? Oh, really? Yes. No,
1: I, I didn't notice the
2: pattern. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. But I actually do have an announcement for our listeners. It's actually not an announcement for you guys, but I do have an announcement for our listeners today, and that is this bittersweet announcement, bittersweet, that uh, this is going to be my last show. This going to be my last episode.
0: No God. <laughs> no God. Please no. No. <laughs> no is that no <laughs> wow
1: michael uh, scott I, I, thank you michael scott yeah
4: <laughs> well uh i'm still here i didn't hang up the phone what what is this
2: all about wait <laughs> bear, what are you doing on the show bear we i thought we hung up can't
4: get no i'm still here and now i'm gonna stay on the phone because i want to hear this and i i want to chime in so, uh, yeah, this is i I'm sticking around. Is, Sorry, guys.
1: This is really monumental. This is. Um, <laughs> this yeah, is wow, monumental. Jamal. So you just got sick and tired of this? What's what's going on?
2: <laughs> no, no. I, in all seriousness, yeah this this is uh, this is something that we've been we've been talking about. But uh, yeah, this is going to be my last uh, my last show. It's been such a pleasure, actually, to be a part of this team and to be on the the podcast uh, with you guys. The, almost, uh, gosh, going on three years now. So not quite three years, you know, I de- exactly, but going on three years. And um, it's been, it's been, honestly, none of us saw the Heretic um, really where, what it could be and what, where it's going and all of that kind of thing. I mean, I think it started off as an idea, you know, initially out of just a couple of conversations that we recorded and then it developed into a full fledged podcast. And, you know, we've been going strong, met some beautiful, incredible people along the way. And, uh, really connected to a great group of listeners from all over the world, really. And, but I have sensed, you know, I, I just me personally, like, um, I've re- come to recognize that everything in life is seasonal. Everything has a beginning and an end. And, um, I've just learned to recognize that and to flow with it. And, uh, I have sensed my participation, you know, with the, with the show coming to an end, it's just something I've sensed. Um, I've loved it. It's been a great, it's been, I mean, I've seen the, you know, people talk about fruit and results and all of that. I mean, you know, from the Christian world, but you know, a lot of times that that can be, I, I, I'm not meaning it to sound like that, but at the same time, this, ha- this really has been a ministry and the word ministry, um, really means service. I think it's the the, the original word in the Greek that's used for ministry. That's translated ministry. And, you know, in our, in our copies of the Bible. So um, the root of that word though is service. And I really feel like we have done a service to people listening to this show. I know you guys would agree with that. I've really sensed that. Um, I've heard from so many people that have been, have benefited from our perspectives and our conversation, our agreement, our disagreements um, our just hashing things out and talking things through. It's been so beautiful to see the fruit. And by fruit, I mean, just like just the, the outgrow of, this internal process that we've all, you know, all of us have, you know, went, worked our way through. So I've appreciated it. I've, you know, I've been blown away about it, almost, you know, just surprised by it. Um, but after almost three years, you know, I just, I have sensed um, the energy shifting for me. And um, yeah, part of that is due to, well, I, I, there's a, I've heard somebody say this and I agree with it, like, make sure you're, you're ahead your heart and your ass are all in the same place <laughs> and <laughs> um, I've uh, I've sensed my, my heart shifting, kind of moving in a direction. A lot of that has to do with my own journey, but um, you know, I have a, you know, I've said this on the podcast before, but I have a, I'm a, I'm a life coach. And so um, my, my work has really expanded in that over the last couple of years. And I really feel like I need to to just give Give all my energy. It's not really a time thing. More of a, it's more of an energetic focus. Really to pour my focus into my work as a coach, just because I think people really, uh, I think that's what I'm here to do, and I really feel like people need that. The people I'm working with need that. So um, I've, I've just made the decision to to step away from the show, and I think that allows a new season. A new allows this the cap yard to move in, in a new season and where it needs to go, and it allows me to focus. Um, in a direction I need to go as well. And I've just learned that when you don't acknowledge that or, or, or really pay attention to that, then that's when things can get out of alignment. So I'm just wanting to stay in alignment with where, where I am and where I'm headed.
3: Right. Yeah. Is um, this because Is that- of that review, Jamal, that you don't have to, you don't have to tell Keith anything. It's because of the review. <laughs> I okay. i are
2: going to be honest here. just between you and me. Honestly, uh, No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: thank, you. thank you well
1: because you know this is the thing too um, and we talked about this before I mean we haven't talked about it in a long time but it's one of my favorite things about this podcast and usually when I when I tell people about the Hereticapia podcast one of the main things I always tell them is you know what I love about this podcast is that the three of us don't agree um, but every single episode that we do together no matter what the topic is no matter who the guests are uh, we get to model what it looks like for people to disagree and still love each other and respect each other, and that's what I've appreciated the most uh, about doing this with you guys. Um, and Jamal, I think you especially—I think even from the beginning when we did those little, those three little uh, episodes before we launched the Heretic Happy Hour—man, um, you've just always been so gracious to me and um, and you know so patient. I think with all of us, and I really appreciate the grace you've shown me uh, through all of this. And the fact that, I mean, cause again, this only works if all of us, um, are on that same page that we all have that same value. And so it means a lot to me, Jamal, that you've always kind of, you've really been leading the way, I think, uh, all the way through.
2: Mm. Well, thank you, Keith. I I appreciate that. And likewise, I can say for you, I I appreciate you. And I know that, you know, (laughs) we we've kind of made a joke about it, but, You know, we do go back and forth on perspectives throughout. I mean, that's been been a big theme of the show and I've appreciated the grace and the patience that you've shown to me as well. And even to allow yourself to entertain ideas, you know, that, that maybe just like, yeah, no, I don't, I just don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. And um, I appreciate that. I appreciate your, your patience and your grace and just being able to hold the space have a have a container where we can have these important conversations. yeah.
1: and yeah. and I gotta say one last thing too about the, well, at least maybe not the last thing, but <laughs> but one thing about that too is that you have changed my mind, Jamal. I mean, I gotta be honest. I gotta say, you know, early on, that was kind of the running joke at the beginning was like because we used to disagree, I think, at the way at the beginning, much more uh, strongly at the beginning of the podcast. But as things went along, I more and more, every episode found myself saying at least once, um i agree with jamal and and and, but and so that's because all of us in this podcast have had these conversations we've challenged each other we've offered differing perspectives i hope that people have listening to the podcast like you're saying jamal have it's been a ministry to them because they're also now exposed to different views but even that we ourselves can change our minds on things over time and that's only because you know we can all hold loosely to our beliefs and recognize we're not our beliefs and, uh, all of that. So anyway, I'm also grateful that you've helped me to really process through some things and, and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm really, I appreciate it.
2: Well, thank um, thank you for, for saying that. And I want to say something yeah. about Matt, if I could as well, because, because Matt, <laughs> what a lot of listeners, you know, obviously we have, it's been a, I've had, we've had the privilege of meeting each other, knowing each other and, and just interacting and, you know, Matt, you sometimes—and uh, forgive me if I'm coming—if I if said I don't mean to be offensive with this—but Matt, sometimes you come across as, um, uh, no, <laughs> i never say that about you. I never. Say <laughs> sorry, I would say I'm sometimes sorry, you that. come across as being um, very direct or forceful, or um, or just you know edgy you know, in some ways. And I think that's what people appreciate about you, that you're very raw and honest and edgy. I mean, in a good way, Mm -hmm. but you're, but I, I think I would also want people to know that you're, you're a sweetheart.
3: Well, thank you, Jamal. That means that means a lot, Well, because it's just, it's one of those things that I love about, about our relationship here is that it's, it's, it's been comfortable and we were able to joke around with each other because we do have like these personal relationships. And so, it's been on the one hand, like this professional, amazing thing that I never thought would happen that we're, I mean, we're, we're about what it mm-hmm. a quarter million downloads, but none of that, none of that means shit compared to like the fact that you've stayed at my house. We've, we've hung out in in Southern California. We've hung out, hung out in Northern California. We have this, like this relationship that goes well beyond just doing a podcast, which I think is, it, it, it it's obvious. I hope. In the podcast itself, that we genu genuinely yeah. like each other, we like like it's it's a ama- it's way beyond just this this thing that we're recording
2: for sure. And and what I appreciate about you, Matt, is that we've had you know like any working relationship when you work with people for a while, there's gonna be especially when there's sometimes egos involved. And I've you know got an ego, so like there's. Um, whenever sometimes there's people get bristled or, you know, whatever there's, there's always, you're going to need to have conversations, you know, and what I've always appreciated, we've had some heated conversations behind the scenes sometimes. And what I've really appreciated about you, Matt, is you always like keep that personal perspective, like just reaching out to me personally and, and uh, just wanting to like have that personal connection and know that, Hey, we love each other. And you really have a very tender and and, and it comes it's it's a it's one of the strongest parts about you is your tenderness, your heart. And it really comes across in in the just the way you've interacted towards me as we've worked together these last three years. So I really appreciate that about you.
3: Well thanks, man. Likewise, right back at you.
1: Yeah. So um so this is our final episode, everybody. Thank you for listening to <laughs> her to happy hour. It's been so much fun.
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> Can I say something? Can I say something real quick? Um, I also want to say this because uh, this is not news. You know, for the listeners, they're like, "Oh my gosh, Jamal's you know just bailing on you know leaving the show." But this is a conversation that we as a team have been having for the last few months, several months, maybe half a year. I don't even know how long it's been, but we've been talking about this. And your your uh, just how you've handled things, like you've been very gracious, allowing me to process my journey, feeling like, okay, I think I'm. I'm heading a different direction, and uh, you know, you know, you've just been very gracious and patient. So, um, as we've talked about this, you know, even asking like, "Hey, do we want to end the show and and or not?" And and obviously, I'm like, "No, you guys. If that's not something you want to do, you need to move forward." And so, I'm so excited about the decisions that you guys have made about where the show's going to go beyond me and how you're going to take it and move it forward. So, I'm sure you guys will talk about that. I don't want to talk about that for you, but I just want to say. I'm excited. I, you know, not that you need it, but I give you my blessing. I, 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 I really, really want to like bless the show and the direction you guys move forward and where it goes from here. I'm just very excited. And, and, uh, I'm going to be a a cheerleader in your corner.
1: Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. And also, you know, that was only possible because, you know, you're talking about the grace we kind of gave you, but, it's only possible because you gave us a very long runway. You gave us a heads up way at the beginning. As soon as you even were thinking about, you might possibly uh, be thinking about needing to move on. And we gave you time to process that. And you gave us plenty of time um, to work out how we were going to transition without you and all that. And so thank you because like you could have just said, Hey guys, I'm out by and left us hanging. And you really didn't do that. And I thank you very much.
2: Mm, for Absolutely. S-
4: so you guys are, are you hiring? <laughs>
1: Yeah, big round yes. auditions.
4: <laughs> yes,
3: yes. Well, we need it. Yeah, one, one, one baldy for the next. Yeah,
1: yeah another bald white guy. Wait, wait we just minute. trade out
3: on one bald white guy. For Nobody bald will notice. Guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jamal's <laughs> white. I forgot. <laughs> Nobody will no notice. notice at
4: all. <laughs> 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 I, I, just, I, just talking I can about bringing back to land. I know Jamal well enough to, to sit in this place. I think I know what he'd say for most things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Hey, listen! Listen! So the Love Fest has been great, but I think it's time to get into Uh some roasting.
4: We telling our we telling our favorite Jamal stories. Favorite stories.
1: We've got to. Yes.
4: Well, their last chance. I mean, I can. I could just give a little insight to you know just a couple Jamal things that maybe some people you know don't know about. We've been on Jamal and I have been on some adventures over the years. Some uh, some road road (laughs) trips and some different things. And one thing that people may not realize about Jamal is that he happens to be the most, uh, terrifying driver in the entire world. I have <laughs> never, <laughs> never, I've it's never, I've I, let me just put it this way. There's been a couple times where I've white knuckled it in a car so much that, uh, you know, I, 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 it was, I feared for my life.
0: You That's know,
4: hilarious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? That's hilarious. Cause, because, uh, everybody <laughs> I know agrees with
1: you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you'll admit that. That's so great that you could actually say. A couple times
4: I stick out is we were in San Francisco. I forget what trip we were on. We were driving up North and he just sailed right through an intersection turning left, just right through red, just, and it wasn't even like turning yellow. It was like, he just didn't notice there was a stoplight and we just, just sailed right through. And I just, it's like, I felt sick to my stomach for like two seconds. You're just like, Oh God, like, we're just, this is it. <laughs> this could be it. Uh, another time I remember, I don't know where we were, Jamal. Do you remember the time we were driving through maybe West Texas or something or Arizona? We were, it was starting to rain and Jamal, you know, when he's been driving for a while, is kind of leaning up on the, on the steering wheel and he's going 90, 95 and it's starting to rain. And I'm just like, Jamal, we just got to slow down, man. <laughs> it's just climbing it just breakneck speed you know when it's starting to go
2: down Man. yeah sometimes i get lost in in my in my mind sometimes my thought or whatever and i just
3: oh really it can happen
2: it can happen
3: well, I'm just I'm just thankful that every time I've been to Southern California, I I just realized right now that Keith or or Ralph have driven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never Jamal's never dri- I've never been in a car, yep. and I'm thankful. And, and Me too. You guys
4: yeah. probably know this, but uh, you know when you're on a road trip with Jamal, he uh, time is is uh, apparently a, a relative thing because, it, well, it I mean, exist. I Jamal's the only person I've met that has constructed an entire worldview that uh, changes the nature of time to excuse himself from basically, <laughs> you know, from being late. And uh, so, Jamal, I, you know, I just wanted to ask you, how does it feel to not be uh, confined to the space-time continuum? <laughs>
2: Man, it feels it feels uh, incredible, but I but I wish everybody else would join me.
1: <laughs> Wait, then we wouldn't be all worried that you're leaving. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
2: man. oh man! Oh man! It's, it's all it's beautiful. beautiful. It
3: is. It is. I think. It, I think it is. Uh, yeah. Maybe Jamal showed up to a recording before Keith or myself twice in 78 episodes is that probably is that is, that, is generous is that generous that's, very, that's
1: generous yes
2: <laughs> my goodness
3: but but right. you th- the weird thing is it's so consistent that you can plan for it that's right that's that's the good hilarious. thing
1: i'll just well yeah I'll, I'll log on wait 10 minutes get some coffee that's, you know, yeah. That's,
3: yeah. i can go smoke i gotta smoke some
2: more weed what's well, just okay. evidence that the uh the global clock is off you know so like because if it's mm-hmm. consistent you can program your clocks around it then maybe that's what needs to happen
4: (laughs) Uh, here he goes (laughs) this is how he draws you in (laughs) (laughs) at first first you go huh that sounds reasonable and then (laughs) and then your next thing you know you're neck deep in some water where time doesn't matter anymore and you know there's no such thing as appointments and you're just lost he just this is how he 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 starts he starts slow and he sounds convincing you know (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's a slippery slope. I'm telling you, slippery slope.
4: But it, you guys, it's it's been an honor to be here for Jamal's last episode. And Jamal, your voice has been very important to me in my life. It's been a, super important to the show. I love that all three of you don't agree on stuff. I've, I've really enjoyed you being on the show and your voice in my own life. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that I'm here for this, for the la- for the oh. last episode. And hopefully you can guest yeah. sometime.
2: You know, Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. Thank you, Barrett. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be bittersweet, but uh, it's been a good ride for sure. And the and the and the journey continues, absolutely.
3: In some way, I think we should have you on as a guest. But uh, sometimes you do take the long way home uh, when you're talking about something. And sometimes I'm too. I, it might be a hour long episode, and my pothead ass. I, I get lost sometimes. I got to be honest. I get distracted. Yeah. I'm like Jamal, yeah. let's uh, let's get to the point, man. I know, I know, there's a punchline. And, and I love it, but you know, it's that's more about me than you.
2: So what are you saying? What
0: well, you, I can't. You really
3: <laughs> you t- you're a storyteller, and I I'm more blunt and direct, like we talked about mm. earlier. Just give me the punchline, and because yeah. I'm I'm probably too stoned to even pay attention to you sometimes. Well,
2: sometimes I've learned that if you can <clears throat> forestall like actually spouting the heresy, then you can like you know delay the stoning. So if you can just like, <laughs> Oh,
3: there you go. That's your, that's your that's tactic. Great. Okay.
2: Stalling. Okay. Yeah, you have to unpack Stalin. it so that when
3: it's very when wise, it, it's
2: like, well, I guess that doesn't sound so bad.
3: <laughs> yeah. I think I actually kind of agree with them after 75 right. episodes. I'm finding myself agreeing <laughs> with him.
2: Yeah. Well, so,
1: you know, Jamal. So, I, and actually I don't think you and I have ever talked about this directly. I've talked to other people about this, about what you do how, how you do this, but I don't think I've ever asked you directly. So I'm curious. Um, because I've noticed something that you do and you do it all all the time on the podcast and you even do it just, just, you know, in conversation with people where um, you kind of lead with a, a very shocking sort of a statement. Yep. And, and then, then you will slowly, cause then people will go, what, what the hell are you talking about? And then you slowly kind of, well, let me tell you what I mean. And then you'll slowly explain it. And by the time you get to the end of the explanation, this is why I end up going, Oh yeah, I agree with that. But, but I don't agree with like that first statement because it's so shocking. It sort of like knocks you back and you go, what? So I, I, is this something that you just have do it naturally or is this something you have thought about and said, you know what? This is a good way to communicate with people and to kind of get them to process things. Like, I'm just curious.
2: Yeah, it's a, <clears throat> it's a great question. It's a really good question. And it is something I've, I I do it on purpose and I do think of, I have thought about this. The, the reason I do that is, Again, it's because, um, I don't mean to be offensive. I'm not trying to like say something just to be disagreeable or to get people to react, but people hear through filters. It's just natural. It's human nature that, that the brain is always trying to make sense of things. So, you know, if you see some, you know, let's say you've seen a few people and then like you see somebody out in the street you go, Oh, that looks like so-and-so. And you kind of put that, that person in that category. It, or, you know, cause we're always making sense, trying to make sense of things, patterns. And so a lot of times, um, when, when we use similar words, especially when we're having spiritual conversations about things like Christianity and the Bible and all of these things, people, Christians tend to hear, I might use the same words, but I mean something drastically different. And mm-hmm. I, I really don't want people to hear me through their own grid or filter so i'm going to make a statement that shocks somebody not because it's untrue because they may eventually come to the conclusion of that thing that they disagreed with in the beginning but the reason i say it that way is because it jolts us awake and when you when when you hmm. when you go what wait it's like 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 some people you that's there's a whole science behind the there's actually a book about the scientific use of taboo language and matt you do this like when when you when you drop a, cur- a cuss word just boom instantly like Me? anybody but like when you yeah but i know you do on occasion no, you I'm do that
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know you do that
2: on occasion but when you when you say something in a way that jolts somebody now you have their attention and now you can you can have a conversation with them that's gonna they're not gonna just hear you and assume you agree with them and hear you through the grid and i think that's i i think you even see jesus doing that Um, to, 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 in a lot of ways, you know, because again, you have to jolt, there's got to be this jolt. Like, it's kind of like when someone's in a panic and they're just like kind of losing their mind. And, you know, you've all seen that, like where someone will throw like cold water in their face, like snap out of it, man. Mm -hmm. It's because like the, the loop, the train of thought, our minds will take us in this loop and it's hard to break the loop until you just shock it. And then boom, you're now awake and you're going, okay, now listen. And that's kind of why I do that because I want, I don't mind the disagreement. Um, at first I just, but I don't want somebody just to, to, to disregard what I'm saying, because I think that there's a distinct difference, um, of what I'm trying to, that's yeah. kind of the long answer to your question.
1: <laughs> no, but you know, I mean, I, but I appreciate that. It's one of the things about you I really love is that, um, that I've, I've come to love. I think in the beginning I was sort of like, what the hell is this guy saying? But, <laughs> but then you know, I caught on pretty quick, like, okay, this is not accidental. This is absolutely on purpose. And I think it's genius. I think it totally works. So,
2: like, yeah, like when I say the Bible doesn't exist, like, like what, the, what do you mean it doesn't exist? Yes, it's right there,
3: <laughs> <I have> one, <laughs> ten of them, and they're all marked up. And I bring them to Bible study. I mean, are, it exists. You know,
2: it's right here. But it's like, no, it actually doesn't exist. So, what do you mean by that? Okay, let me tell you. I actually right. mean something by that.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, right. no, it's great. I love it. Yeah. So, what are your, Jamal? Do you have any memories of, uh, you know, if you look back over your seventy-eight episodes of the? Heritage Capybara podcast. Any any memories or stories or anything you want to talk about? Favorite guests,
4: maybe too. Favorite guests.
1: Oh, there you go.
2: Well, you know, gosh, there's been so many. Um, I think somebody I've really, I really felt connected to, as far as a guest. I mean, so I mean, a lot of lot, most of our guests I've really enjoyed. I I enjoyed um, Richard Rohr, Father Richard Rohr, when we talked to him um, because of the conversation. Um, I love the fact that he can have this conversation in the Christian world, you know, as a Roman Catholic priest, which is, um, but he's, he, I, I feel the very much that the conversation I'm talking about when it comes to, I am to Christ, not being Jesus last name, but being a synonym for everything. Um, That's my message. That's something that really resonates deeply with me. So I've, I really um, appreciated um, him and uh, just, just the the perspective he brought um i really thought carlton Peer- pearson's interview was oh yeah was really good i i really connected with him too because i think you know he's come he's he's been on this journey and uh, really has p- paid a very significant price in ways that you know in ways that a lot of folks w- couldn't relate to because you know we're talking about somebody's entire identity being Wrapped up in multi million dollar ministry, quote unquote, and lost it all and was a pioneer when nobody was doing this. This is even pre Rob Bell, you know? So, um, very significant figure in the history of the deconstruction of evangelical Christianity in America. He was, whether most people, you know, I, I mean, obviously, he's a significant story. That's why Netflix did a movie about him. But even if you haven't heard his story or don't know it, like, that's how, I mean, I just respect pioneers like him in this journey mm-hmm. so i've uh appreciate him appreciate that I've really those, those are two that really jump jump off the page to me as being extremely significant uh just for me personally
3: yeah yeah i think they were back to back too weren't they those interviews were mm-hmm. close and that was mm-hmm. like whoa roar and pearson such 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 stories to tell such amazing things to say and that's one of the cool things about this whole show is that we've had the opportunity to talk to like some of the most amazing people mm. out there.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, Cause I think, I think those two are great examples of, uh, I know we love all of our guests and we've had some amazing guests. I think some of the best ones are the ones that probably a lot of people never heard of them, didn't know who they were before they listened to their story, mm. but, but specifically roar and Bishop Carlton Pearson. Those are two guys that when we like, when we're talking to each other about the podcast and, 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 you know, we, we find out, oh, by the way, we just nailed, we just got Richard Rohr for the podcast or we just confirmed, uh, Carlton Pearson for the podcast. Uh, I was like, what? I just, I couldn't believe it. It was huge. I was just so incredible that we'd even got the opportunity to talk to guys like that. So yeah, those, those are two of my favorites too.
2: Yeah. It was, those, those are cool. And, And I, I also remember there was, um, Gosh! Um, oh, just the 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 episode about uh, there's something about Mary where you guys just gave me a platform to talk about Mary Magdalene. I mean, can you believe it's like I was like a kid in a candy store? Like, you like, And that you would allow me the space to do that. That's that was so fun, man. Because a lot of people won't give me that kind of time. You know, I mean, uh,
1: I wonder why.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I
2: appreciate that.
1: <laughs> we regret it. We regret it. I don't know why why did we do that? It was just so crazy. No,
3: that's no, I don't regret. That was one of our most downloaded episodes, oh, one of our most kidding. popular ones. Yeah. I know you're kidding. <laughs>
2: it, it was, it was very, I've actually gotten a lot of feedback from folks, from listeners over the years that, uh, or for the last three years that like, whenever we put that out, I've been, mean, people were like asking me um, about that, about that journey and, you know, more information about her story. And that was, that, that was beautiful. Something that made yeah. me laugh. <laughs> just the little things yeah. that, some of the little inside things that people don't know. I mean, um, one of the reasons I say, can we queue up that text <laughs> when it comes to the, like it comes to the hotline, you know, it's like, because I made a mistake one time early on in the show I was like, Hey, I don't know why I, I said, can we queue up the text? And Matt's like, you don't, you can't fucking queue up a text. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. I was like, it was the funniest thing in the world. Like you queue up an audio, you know, like, right. so, like you don't queue up a text. It's like in written form.
1: <laughs> and, and and and
2: you've said it that way
1: ever <laughs> since then,
2: because it was so great. Can you queue yeah. up a text? That's the only way we say it. But yeah. sometimes when I'm like, in I'll just be going about my day and I'll remember that statement by Matt <laughs> and I'll just start laughing,
1: oh, man. Now we also need to say in related to that, um, the reason why you, the reason why you always also introduce the hotline by saying, Hey everybody, can I make an a note?
2: <laughs> Right. Right. Because early on, right? Early on, I think it was our our. Was it? It our-
3: was episode zero. It was like the yeah. We're going to introduce the show and how great we are.
2: It was like what do they call a pilot or whatever? <laughs> like right? It was we were yeah, doing the pilot, yeah. the pilot episode, and I was I zoned out for a moment, and you guys had already <laughs> talked about. The hotline before. So (laughs) so I'm not the first one to talk about the hotline. You guys actually did that, but then I didn't remember it because I was zoned out, and so I was like, "Hey, and we have an announcement," or "Hey, we have a (laughs) we have a hotline," and they're like, "We already just said that you idiot." Like we just (laughs) like, what are you just? Are you are you with us? You know, and and then I played it off like, oh. Well, we have an announcement. And then I just kind of kept going from there. 78 episodes in. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. it's We're still going. It's the longest that, running joke. Yes.
3: That horse has not been beat dead yet, apparently. It
1: is not dead yet. Oh, dude. Wow.
2: Well, well, yeah. I have some parting advice for our listeners, if I could, before we sign off. Oh, yeah, here.
1: please. You prepared a, uh, is this a closing statement?
2: Yes.
3: Okay. So I something about Mary Magdalene, something about I am.
2: <laughs> well. I, 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 again, for time's sake, I, I kind of have just headlines. Okay. So my top 10, so I came up with a, a list of 10, um, shocking statements that I believe that I believe that if you like, these may sound very quote unquote heretical, but I actually believe are very sound to the faith if we will unpack mm. them. So I've, I've come up with 10 of these statements. And I would love for people, listeners who've listened to the show over the last three years to remember me by these 10 statements. Okay. And if you'd like some more information about this, you can find it out, you know? Um, but I wanted to, to leave. These are my 10 parting, uh, isms or truths or however you want to put this. These are, these are the top 10 things I would love for people to know. All right. Can I start? Tell me when I can start.
1: Yeah. Bring it on. Okay. We need like a drum roll or something, you know, like a big, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Boom. Number one. Number one, knowing yourself is all you need to be concerned with. That's the only place you'll find God. And religion is what gets this backwards. So religion thinks if you know God, you can know yourself, but I will tell you this. If you get to know yourself, you will get to know God. Can't get the order wrong. Number two, you can know all things. The reason I say that is because in this, in this whole conversation of deconstruction, it's all about what we don't know. And I get that because it's coming from, we're talking about from the analytical kind of rational mind. But I mean this in a way that goes beyond the mind. You can know, and by know, I'm talking about knowing from that deep place. You can know everything. You can be all knowing it's very possible. You can achieve that. It's very easy, but you can only get to that place when you transcend the mind. And when you could come to a place of rest, that's the second thing I would say, you can know all things. So don't worry about what you don't know. and Don't be known by the person as the person who doesn't know anything, be known as a person who knows everything like Jesus. Okay. Number three, Christianity doesn't and i mean this in all sincerity and i understand there's some great people throughout the ages the last 2000 years beautiful people but on the earth by and large christianity does not yet exist okay and the reason i say that <clears throat> is because the christianity that does exist that which is called christianity is not christianity it is it has been shaped by a book called the bible which was invented by a select group of people in the fourth century. So therefore what we are reacting to is not actually even real, but by and large, this, this way that's called Christianity that was demonstrated by the person. Jesus does not, and has not by and large existed on the earth yet, but I am hopeful that it will be soon and is coming into being, but here's how you're going to know when you really buy into Christianity, you'll lose the identity. Uh, of Christianity it will not be a term of identity you will not be classified by it and that's how you know you got it um, number four you are and that means the listeners here if you're listening to my voice you are the Word of God you personally are the Word of God because all a word is is a is a is a vibration in language it's a vibration that gives expression to an immaterial, um, intention. So a word represents something immaterial. A word is representative, a material thing that represents the immaterial. And you are literally, you're literally at the cellular level, at the energy level, a vibration. And that vibration is a sound. You are a sound that comes from the source. So that means you are the word of God. It is not a book. It is not one, just one person. It's you. Number five. You, um, or I will say this number five reaction leads to repetition. So if you are in a place of just reacting to things, you end up repeating the thing that you're reacting to, you become what you oppose. And that's really important, uh, to say in this context, because a lot of us, and I get it, I come from Christianity, but if we are in reaction mode to this thing called Christianity, which isn't even real by the way. You end up creating the, the, the reaction itself creates the very thing that you're trying to get away from. I see this in politics, you know, folks, especially folks who are steeped in conservative, evangelical Christianity, right-wing Republican Christianity literally become the same exact thing in the, they just buy hook, line and sinker, everything that comes from a progressive democratic liberal camp and that they become the very same thing. I see it all the time and you lose the ability to see what's real. So you become what you oppose. Number six. I'm not one for conspiracy theories. So let me me encourage you as you're listening to this. Don't believe
0: (laughs) in the greatest
2: conspiracy of all time. One of the largest conspiracies that has ever come across uh, the world scene has been this conspiracy called orthodoxy don't believe in conspiracies such as orthodoxy. Okay. It's, it is, it is literally ridiculous that, that a group of people in the fourth century would get together and claim to speak on behalf of a very diverse way and shape this thing and then get to tell you that, Oh, that which existed prior, previous to the fourth century didn't actually exist. And this is the way it is. And people buy into it. They don't question it hook, line and sinker. They just become like this is the way it is. And then if you deviate from the conspiracy of orthodoxy, they look at you as if you're the crazy one. But in reality, the real conspiracy is the thing that we're calling orthodoxy. It's not just that is what we call Christianity. It's a conspiracy, but not only Christianity, most of what goes on in the world, you know, is a, it, it fits along those energetic lines. It's, it, it's kind of the same kind of frequency. Um, so don't believe in conspiracies like orthodoxy question things. That's why this show was created because this is a safe place where you can actually ask questions. So don't be shamed by not just buying what the man tells you, Um, question it. And I don't mean be skeptical and disbelieve it just for the sake of doing it, but, but, but literally perceive, perceive it from a, from a place of understanding that, yeah, the most of the things that we've been conditioned by were actually incorrect. And Christianity is a great example of that. So don't, don't believe in conspiracy such as orthodoxy. So conspiracy theories are, are not a place to go. Uh, number seven, <laughs> censorship is revealing. So again, I think I, I, I really want to say this, like, um, in history, what we can see that, of course, we've a lot of our conversations about Christianity, um, in the fourth century, there was a major thing that happened, um, by the church, which they in, in adopted censorship as a way to, Um, react to things that disagreed with the status quo. And this is what happened. There was a whole group of scriptures, a whole group of writings, a whole group of things that were censored instead of just disagreeing and talking about why they disagreed. They banned them and you could not see them or hear them. Censorship reveals is revealing of the energy um, of the person who's doing the censoring because they actually feel threatened. They may not, this might even be conscious. So anybody who censors, you can, you know, there's something fishy going on. So Uh, again, this goes along with what I said before. Um, don't believe in conspiracies. Okay. So censorship, uh, is what you have to do when you buy into conspiracies. So, um, number eight, lack is an illusion. Lack is an illusion. Non-existence is not a thing. So you don't need to be afraid of something that doesn't exist. And that's what lack is. It's something that doesn't exist. So if it existed, that's the good thing about existence is it exists. And the good thing about non-existence is it doesn't exist. So lack is not. A thing that you need to be worried about. And number nine, um, become, this is a word of advice, become transrational. What I mean by transrational is go beyond the rational. So I'm not saying abandon the rational, but go beyond it, because that's where you know everything is in the transrational. And number 10, love is not something you do. That's right. Love is not something you do, it's who you are. So if you embrace who you are, you will do that. But love is not something you do. It's who you are. So start there. And uh, when you know this truth, that love is who you are, you will be free to love. And that's it.
3: Oh, look at you. Look at that. Look at you. Damn. My soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God. (laughs)
1: that was great seriously that was seriously great i'm sitting listening to this going damn this should be your next book man this was really good
2: yeah thank you thank you thanks for letting me share that these are all things that people can dive into you know whatever level you want to and uh, i'm always available i'm leaving the show but i'm not leaving existence because i am and i always will be and, um,
3: always always Jamal and always a Buckeye, right?
2: Not always. Yeah. I won't always be Jamal. <laughs> I won't always be a Buckeye, but I will be for the foreseeable future. But I will always be. Yeah,
1: in this life. That's, right. This life. That's right.
2: That's right.
1: Um, what if in your next life you're born a Michigan Wolverine?
2: Flag? Oh, hey, okay now. That's not my fault.
1: I think it's so possible. I think that would help you expand your awareness of the oneness of everyone, including even Michigan state Wolverine people. Uh, That would be the best thing possible.
2: Yeah. I mean, as long as just remember like that guy in the matrix who said, look, I just want to come back, but I don't want to, I just want to eat steak. I don't,
1: (laughs) I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Just so I can
2: enjoy the steak. So that's the only way it would work.
1: Oh man. Well, I got to say, I just got to say quickly, uh, I love that top 10 list. We actually asked, that's one of the things we asked you to do is like, hey, you know, since you're leaving, give us like your top 10 parting thoughts. And that was beautiful. Mm. Uh, I don't have 10, but I would just say, I do have a couple of regrets personally that because you're leaving, um, I regret that, you know, you're leaving before you and I get to do uh, an episode about aliens and UFOs, because that was going to be. So good! Oh my God! Who the <laughs> hell cares? Thank
2: you, Ralph. Thank <laughs> you.
1: Well, I care. I was really looking forward to that so much. Uh, mm-hmm. That would have been beautiful.
2: Yes, thank you, thank you, man. Wow. Um, yes,
3: I don't. I don't have any regrets, man. I I've loved. Yeah, I loved it, man. I I think it's 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 gone beyond what I imagined it would be. Uh, it's like that guy who got that tattoo. No regrets across the chest and you spelled <laughs> no it wrong rats. no yes. rag rats. Mm. no i mean it's been it's been a blast man i this is uh yeah mm. i don't know it's kind of it's bittersweet i mean i i, I appreciate you 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 know giving us your blessing you, you you're in our corner no matter what it's like um it's like the analogy i think of it's not like you're not quit. you're like we're retiring your jersey it's not you're not moving on to another team you're not a free agent you're you're, you're always part of the heritage
2: happy hour man mm, thank yeah, you yeah exactly thank you i appreciate yeah, always that. part of the family man Thank you. Thank you, my friends. I really appreciate that. And I'm looking forward to the future, you know, uh, for you guys and for the show and, and for, uh, you know, for me, for, for this next season. So it, it all, it all fits together, you know, and it'll be good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
2: thank you listeners. I want to say to the listeners, thank you guys, uh, just for tuning in faithfully and um, just it's an honor to share like I know that a lot of the listeners we haven't had the opportunity to meet in person or but a lot of them we have and I've actually formed some really dear friendships and relationships from from the sh- you know from the the show and uh, if you've been listening and we haven't had the pleasure of meeting I just want to say thank you um, I appreciate that you know you hosting this conversation that we're having uh, it's meant the world and uh, if, in the future if you want to uh, connect with me if there's you know, like i said you know if you're interested in coaching work or just delving deeper into some of these things i'm always open uh for those conversations i'm here to serve here to serve you and if that's something if that's if i can be of service to you that will not that doesn't end with this show so um thank you guys to the yeah. listeners
1: but but this is to make sure we're clear here this is not the last episode of the podcast right we're yeah no we're gonna keep going
2: right matt are we gonna All keep right. going
3: i guess we'll try Woo-hoo! we'll do we'll do something we'll figure something out I don't know. <laughs>
2: actually don't yeah, so yeah y- you guys do have plans for the show and it's exciting there's mm-hmm. there's some really cool things happen with the show so there's more for sure
3: there will there will be more and uh it won't be the same but there will be more um so yeah if you are listening like make sure we'll be sharing this far and wide and we'll be in the heresy after hours group of course um so make sure you pop on facebook uh, show Jamal some love. I think it'd be cool if you called the hotline and just left like if you want to say something to Jamal leave leave him with some parting words. Um you know, make sure you hit up the hotline and and or text. We we can queue up a text. It is we can't yeah. do that. Um but yeah, <laughs> just just do that. Um yeah. And go back go go to our website com and go back and listen to your favorite Jamal episode, you know, and have it, pour a drink for yourself and have a tribute.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really good to hear from our Facebook uh from our followers and friends on Facebook, uh, you know, what's your favorite Jamal memory? What's your favorite, uh, you know, episode or something like that? That'd be really good. We'd love to hear it. Share the love. Uh, send Jamal off with a lot of love and
4: blessings. Especially Ricky, you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, if you're listening, I don't know you are. Obviously you do listen. <laughs> So thank you for listening, Ricky, and um,
3: and thank you for listening to my music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you for inspiring our music. It's been we wouldly really couldn't have done this without you.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, number number one fan. It doesn't really matter that Jamal's leaving because
3: we're all going to burn eventually anyway,
4: huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be will be burning on the same fire
1: together. Yes, it'll be great.
3: We'll get we'll oh, get a re, a re, a reuniting some day in hell. <laughs>
1: So, Hey, uh, should I be mentioning the Patreon page now? Is, uh, is that where we are right now?
2: Uh, I think
3: so. Yeah, because I guess because Jamal's okay. leaving. So we, we, we still got to go on, right?
1: Yeah. I guess we have to go on. Uh, yeah. So, Hey, if you do love, uh, there it's a hour and of course you do, uh, you made it this far. Uh, thank, you know, please go over to our Patreon page. Now, Jamal, Barrett doesn't have one, but we do. And, <laughs> We have, we have just loaded this thing. There's so much awesome stuff. There's bonus podcast interviews, bonus podcast content, uh, conversations, uh, so many great Jamal things over on the Patreon page. Head over there for as little as $2 a month. You can support the podcast and you will get exclusive access to the Heritage Happy Hour Facebook group where we continue these conversations. Mm.
2: Yes. And guys, even though it's my last show, uh, we finally made it on iTunes. And uh
1: Oh we just in, and you're leaving right when we to iTunes. Yeah, I know.
2: And uh so the listeners can if you if you've liked the Heritage Cap here, if you've listened to the show for a while, you can go and rate us and review us on iTunes. But um after this show, it's only gonna be one star. So <laughs> <that's> it, <man. laughs> downhill from here, baby. One star, just a little review, like, hey, it's all right, you know. <laughs>
1: This is where we jump the shark, everybody. <laughs> F- Fonzie, oh, Fonzie's gone. That's it. Yeah, that's right. right. We lost our Fonzie. <laughs> There's
3: no way to end this. No way- Stop playing, Barrett. that <laughs>
0: Fucking Jamal. Yeah.